0: Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Hacker Culture Podcast. I'm your host, JR Swab. You can find me all over the internet at JRSWAB. That's Mastodon.social. That's Twitter, if you still use that. um, Where else am I? That's pretty much what I do. Macedon. Yeah, hit me up there if you want to talk. Anyway, this is the Hacker Culture Podcast, as I said previously, and this is a, a show that I put out almost every monday i say almost because um sometimes i just don't get it because i'm sick or something i don't know i had a sinus infection a few weeks ago and i didn't get a podcast out but it is uh almost every monday that's the goal every single monday so you know where to find something interesting about technology interesting in a way that's not like just about one thing like i'm not talking about some new android game that has like two buttons you push, nah, screw that, talking about cool things, things that are really interesting. And today, we're talking about a, uh, I guess I'll call it a note-taking application. So, a few, well, maybe a month ago now, on my blog, maybe two months ago, I wrote about um, apps that I used to take notes, or have used, and back then someone said hey you should check out notion i said okay whatever looked at it i was like meh 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 i use a bullet journal i don't need to do all this i don't need all this extra stuff and then um like a week ago started playing around with it and um it's pretty good it's pretty good so let's uh let's get into a little bit of this this is also a um, blog post I wrote on my blog at jrswab.com so as those of you who listen to this podcast you probably know that I love notes I like writing I like storing my ideas I, I use a bullet journal for most of the, these things typically it's just my day like what I think to get done that's the most common thing I use a bullet journal for but occasionally I use it for other things too like write down a list of things or whatever but it tends to it's ended up being just like my to-do list every day, which is fine. I'm, I don't know. I like writing. I like I like the fountain pens. I like the feel of the pen on the paper. It's super cool, and uh, and this is why I tend to. Kind of use these apps like I was always I was always with note taking apps that were minimalistic. So I used the standard notes a lot for like the past like couple of months now. I like because it, it was it's open source, it's encrypted, um, it just does what you expect it to do. It takes notes, right? Like that's what it is. It's standard notes. Um, but I realized you can only do so much with that. And it's basically from all my blog posts because I'm not going to write my blog posts in my journal, because I have to type up anyway, and that's kind of a waste of time. Um, so I needed a note-taking app, and when I first started doing all this, I started I started using um my Nextcloud instance, and that note, there's a note-taking app within that, and it's fine, it's not a problem, but it's not what I really wanted to use. Then I started using Simple Notes, and that was like more what I was looking for. But then I heard about standard notes, and I was like, "This is super cool because it's encrypted by default, and I like encryption, and you know, keeping my data, my data is kind of important to me." But the problem is, I started trying to use it in a way that isn't viable. I couldn't, I couldn't make, like, I guess you call it? I guess I call them a notebook. I mean, Evernote has like the notebook system, which like this is a thing. It has all these other things in it, like categorizing it, and I couldn't do that. So I was browsing YouTube at the end of the evening, relaxing, because, you know, there's a lot of stuff on YouTube I like to, I like to watch. Um, and I came across a video about note-taking applications by a guy who does a lot of, like, productivity videos. I can't remember what the channel's name is, but it's. A, I think it started as, like, a how-to-study kind of thing, like, a college thing, but he does all kinds of stuff now. Anyway, let's the point. And then, it's in this app, or in this app, it's in this video that I heard about Notion again. So I was like, okay... Let me go check it out, because I remember hearing about this before, but I don't quite know much about it because I haven't touched it. Um, so I looked it up and um, reading about Notion and I was like, what does this, what is Notion trying to do? Like what? what is it what makes this different than standard notes i'm already using and this is what their notion says on their website it says we want to break away from today's tools and bring back some of the ideas of those early pioneers as a first step we are build we are blending much of your workflow into an all-in-one workspace on a task list a product product roadmap a design repository they are now all in one place you can even customize your own workspace from dozens of Lego-style building blocks, solve your problems with your way, bounded bounded only by your imagination. i was like, okay, that's pretty cool. I kind of need this because, uh, like, things I don't things I don't want to, have to like long hand write in a journal. Um, I kind of need a place to put this on the internet, or well, on my computer. It just happens to be internet these days, and so this caught my attention um, because we have so many different apps to do so many different things that even though they're all related, and yeah, this this works really really well in, like, the Unix world, having that Unix philosophy of, like, doing one thing and doing it really well. But it seems, this idea doesn't seem to translate into the mobile application, the internet um, application system. Like, it works really well in operating system, but somehow, for me, it loses its ability to keep me focused when I am doing it through a web browser, using apps or web browser or on my phone I don't I seem to get lost in all of it having research notes and then drafts and updated copies and etc etc all in the same document like on a say like a um, I don't know LibreOffice office document that you sync online or if you use Google Docs something like that I mean that makes sense but then you have like a giant documentation and then things load slow. It seems like it's, a, it's, it's that itself is even a hassle because that is even limited by what the doc can do. All right, so right, let's get back into it. I was thinking about, what about my privacy though? Because this is one place. I'm not a, a lot of information here. I have to be able to trust them. And then, so how private is it? I want, my, I want my data to be encrypted by default. I want it to remain mine by default. I don't want it to be sold for profit. Hashtag, don't mind me, bro. I assumed all of these needs of mine, being so lofty on the nerd morality chart, that it would not be met by such an app like this. Common apps, newer apps that we've come across today, they just don't seem to care about privacy, security, keeping your data your data. They want to sell it. After all, it's Notion's free, and technically free got, costs something. They have, to support, they have to pay for servers, so, what did I do? Well, I did what any privacy-seeking nerd will probably do. I read their privacy policy. Because, you know, that's exciting, right? So here are some snippets from their privacy policy. The too-long-don't-read version, or too-long-didn't-read version, says this, and I quote, Notion does not own your data, nor do we sell it to others or use it for advertising. It's your data, period. I was like, it's what? Needless to say, this caught my eye. So I read some more. I was like, let's get some. De- let's get deep in this because you know that's a TLDR. It might not be very accurate. Let's get so under the notion security privacy sorry, security practices. It says the following: SSL everywhere, data is encrypted at rest in the cloud database or the database cl- the hot this this wording is strange. It is encrypted at rest in the database, cloud based with a VPN that cannot be accessed. Over the public internet, except through their well, just through our public-facing proxy servers, and they perform quarterly independent security audits. Okay, I can deal with that. That sounds nice. It sounds like they're they're trying to make sure your data stays private. I I dig that. Then they go into data collection section and they said, if you wish to opt out of any data collection, please send us an email at. This email address, or install a browser, or install a browser analytics plugin blocker. I was like, that's pretty cool of a company to say, yeah, we don't, we have all your stuff encrypted. Data we do collect, you can tell us you don't want it to be collected, and we'll opt you out, or you can just use a blocker. I was like, okay, all right. That's very rare you hear that, at least from my point of view. I've write, write some privacy policies in my day. That's typically not in there. So kudos to Notion. Um, so I was thinking, let's. Breaking this down a little bit and say, how can I make how can I use Notion? Because they seem to be uh, in the right mindset when it comes to my data and your data. But how can I you What can I do to further my my ability to make sure that I am staying private um, and make sure that, that extra metadata or whatever is not being collected and sold or whatever? Um, so to further increase your privacy while using Notion, I recommend to use br- browser extensions, which we, I think I talked about before on this on this podcast. Um, I, I use UMatrix and UBlock Origin. Uh, UMatrix is a very intense application, but you can block and unblock specific things. And of course, UBlock Origin blocks trackers, ads, and all that stuff. Also, make sure that you sign up with an email address and not use the auto login with the Google account because we don't really, I can't be sure what the login with Google is doing. So if you don't trust Google, then don't log in with that. I chose to use my email address because I always do that. But what's interesting is that they don't e- they don't actually when you use your email to sign up they don't even make you create an email uh, create a password there's no password instead when you sign in to to notion the first time without cookies or with cookies or never or whatever um, they send you an email with a one-time passphrase that you then input when you sign in um, so this, this will happen every time you log in if you delete cookies after each session. To use cookies with Notion, so you want to, to sign in every time you want to use Notion, I recommend using Firefox and using their, their, um, their tab containers and the extension called multi-account container add-on. Uh, this way you can set up a container strictly for the Notion application and it will not be able to see any other cookies that you save on your computer in other, uh, in other containers. Of course, if you you choose to use the mobile application or the desktop application, they may be able to harvest some extra data on you, but hopefully, they mean what they say in the TLDR, um, so if you're weary um, and don't want to trust them, then stick to the web app and use the uh, Firefox containers, use uBlock Origin, use, use uBlock Matrix, and use the multi-account container add-on. I also recommend um, with those applications that you also install cookie auto-delete, and you also install the application decentralized. That's decentralized spelled D-E-C-E-N-T-R-A-L-E-Y-E-S. And that way you can tell it to only save cookies in this specific container. And so if you open notion accidentally in a different container, it won't know that cookies exist and it will just act like you never signed in before. So that's notion. And I like it. I really do like it. It's a great, appl- it's a great, I don't even know what to call it. Cause it's like a note software, but it's also more than that. Like they, when you make a table, it acts like a database. And so you can like search for things and like sort things and stuff. It's like, super well thought out and I'm very very impressed by this by this application and I'm using it as my default uh as a default place where I write my blog posts. Um I do have some personal stuff in here too like I'm I'm learning a language I'm learning. I have that in there. If I have like my like um I have a notes about um a daily readings I'm doing. I have that in there so I can know like, oh today I had to read this and then I have to read this and uh, content creation stuff, so podcasts, I have scripts in here if I want to make a script or whatever, um, so it's like it's like a, I don't know how to ex- explain it, it's almost like a, an operating system in your web browser that can do some things, but not everything, I don't know, check out Notion, let me know what you think, if you if you use Notion, let me know, um, message me at mastodon.xyz, and um, I'll let them know what you guys think about it, and See if you have any cool ways to one, increase your privacy when using Notion, or two, what you use Notion for. Because it might give me some ideas to further use this in a very, uh, in a more robust manner. So, that being said, thanks for listening. I appreciate your time. Again, I do this almost every Monday. So, come back next week. See what we have to say, what, what I have to say about whatever I choose to say about things, stuff. So, yeah. Until then, guys and gals, stay nerdy.